Today's episode is brought to you by Riff Raff Live in Concert, Club 7 in Niagara Falls, Sunday, April 30th at 8pm. Tickets available on www.ticketscene.ca, uh, 19-plus event, early bird tickets are $20, regular tickets are 25 and meet-and-greet packages are available uh, for $50. That's Club 7, Sunday, 8 p.m., Niagara Falls, Riff Raff, live in concert. Jack Shit, also known as James Townsend, is a rap artist from St. Catharines, Ontario. His latest music video called The Screening, produced by Andy Abel, and also mixed and mastered by Chuck 90s, is available on YouTube. We discussed being an adult rapper. Also his new album, uh, The Bilderbergs, Alex Jones, and the fish humanoids that he's afraid of. Hope you enjoy my conversation with Jack. Mr. Derek Vienhoff, who's better known as Deke. Drinking liquor with DJ Deke, we out laughing. Yeah, Deke. Everybody, decast another episode. There's gonna be a billion episodes one day in the future. I'm here today with Jack Shit, the rapper. Hello there. How are you, Deke? You also have a real name, though, right? Jack Shit is not on your birth certificate. You're wrong about that. Oh no, yeah, that's my real name. Family name Shit, first name Jack. My mom's she's a comedian. Oh yeah, so she thought it'd be funny. And it's um, it's two T's, right? Yeah, yeah. People get that wrong a lot. And there's no C, it's not like S-C-H, like some sort of German, Germanic. No, my my great, great, great grandpa had the C, but then we dropped it out of there because it was just, you know, it's cumbersome. It was extra. We didn't need it. Oh, man. Well, grandpapa. Was he a rapper too? (laughs) (laughs) Grandpapa was the first rapper. Um, Baba OJ from Arrested Development is actually the oldest hip hop artist. He's like... 80-something. Is that right? They say it in a song. Well, if they say it in a song, it must be true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was just watching this documentary called Adult Rappers that was on your Facebook wall. Yes. And I didn't get to finish it because Kojiko right now is having an outage in Mm. downtown St. Catharines area. So they told me it'd be a few hours before I could watch the Adult Rappers documentary. (laughs) Well, 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 Tech Savvy's holding up just fine at my house. I was going to convert to one of those cheaper brands, Mm. and they gave me a good deal. And then I went to Kojiko, and I was like, hey, I'm going to get a better deal. And they're like, oh, it just so happens that now we have your same thing, but the price that you were going to leave us for. Wow, that's such a a (laughs) crazy coincidence that the second that it became available elsewhere and you wanted to leave. Yeah. It just there it is. So I said, Kojigo, you did it again. You got me. I'll stay for another year, and then we'll talk. We'll talk again later. And then they're like, "Thanks for sticking around. Here we're going to reward you by having an outage." Yeah, but I mean, mostly Kojiko's pretty pretty badass with their connections. Yeah, I know you're sitting here shitting on Kojiko meanwhile they've been providing good internet for you for a long, long time. Or Rogers, one or- of these big three guys that they actually have the infrastructure's there, and the other companies are. I don't know how it works. They piggyback off the backbone of the. Something like that. Systems. Yeah, I don't know. But we complain about the big, the big uh, monopolies in Canada on these these services. But hey, where I don't know where else are you gonna get this shit from. That's it. That's the whole point. They're like, well, what are you gonna do? Go get it elsewhere. Yeah, make it yourself. Make your own. Yeah, make your own internet. Make your own internet. Make your own, uh, you know, hydro fiber optics. Sure. 
How hard could it be? Um, that's a tangent, but this adult rappers documentary, <laughs> it features, it features, um, who's in it? Uh, name some guys. A bunch of underground rappers Murs, who most people haven't heard of, unless they're like hardcore fans. Despot. Despot. Yeah. Yeah. I think Slug was Slug, on there. Slug, yeah. Who else? I don't know, but a lot, a lot of exactly as the title would, uh. Jerobi from Tribe. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but the, the intro of the documentary starts off with them all explaining what they would say when people ask them, uh, what they did for a living and none of them want to say rapper. Yeah. Well, that's why, because it comes with like a, anybody who knows rap knows, you know, what they hear kind of when they, unless you're going out of your way to listen to it, you kind of only know a certain kind of rap. So yeah. if you're not that kind of rap. To just be like, I'm a rapper, that's kind of the first thing that comes to, you know, your Uncle Ron's mind when you tell him that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have Uncle Ron. Am I serious? And he's not a hip-hop fan. Maybe he is. Mm. Maybe he, he likes the, maybe some of the older jams. Do you really have an Uncle Ron? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really funny. I just threw that out of nowhere. Um, but it is funny because we talk about, well, we're talking about there's these underground rappers in the documentary. Exactly. They don't have guys like Drake, who, mm-hmm. if he said, I'm a rapper, well, first of all, you probably already know that, because he's so popular, mm. but also, he can back it up, because he has the cars, and the plaques, and the the whole right thing. Sure. And the chains, and everything. But these other guys just look like normal dudes. Right. <laughs> and they talk about that, like, idolizing rappers, that, and the concept of having the limousines, and the, all the, the flashy stuff, like... Uh, was it Slug who was saying he wanted to be... Yeah, well, they all say they wanted to be Run DMC first. And then he's like... And then a few years later, it was LL Cool J. Sure. I'm not from that time period. Like, I was born in 88. So I caught a later wave of, like... When I was in high school, I had to go back and do all the Tribe Called Quest and the early 90s stuff. But I started with the late 90s stuff, like... Limp Bizkit, DMX, Corn, <laughs> Hanson. You know, those rappers. Yeah, no, those guys are hard, though. They're like... You know, Hall of Famers, really. Those were stu- that was a sick time, though. The Roland remix, like kind of like almost like how the '80s got really corny. Mm. In the '90s, they had that too. Like the early '90s had the legit kind of hip hop, and then the late '90s had that cookie cutterness to it. Mm. Like it was still good, but it was they had the overproduction, uh, which they they talk a lot about with the '80s music. Like they start all the all the electronics and the the, the mixing and mastering, yeah, over compression and all these things. It just made it not. It didn't sound natural. I kind of reverb on the snares and all. I kind of feel like the current, um, at least like the heavy uh, auto tune, uh, you know, emphasis. I think that will be looked back upon. Are you hearing that? Oh shit! I got a little. We got a little feedback here or something. We're getting compressed while we're talking about compression. (laughs) Pause. Pause. Was I just talking too loud, too close? No, I don't know. It's just aliens or something. Could be the metal plate in my head. Or the metal plate in my head. Oh, Could shit. be both of them. Uh, well, I think we're still good, you know? All right. I'll put in some music here or something. Um, like your song, The Screening, <laughs> right? Uh, can I have your permission to play this song? Mm, nah. No. Sorry, man. <laughs> only for YouTube. YouTube exclusive. Yeah, it's YouTube. Yeah, no, obviously you can. So yeah. I went back and watched that one after you linked it to me again, and uh, 
I didn't catch like the message of the song the first time around. I just saw the video, mm. but I must have not even watched it or something because it's all about being being addicted to screens and te- television and, and computers and technology. And, right. Like the thing about people on their phones, it's like a, it's like everybody does it, but everybody hates it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, totally. It, just, it doesn't really make sense. Like. That's the kind of a funny thing, a, a weird thing about that song, having a video or even just being a piece of media for someone to consume. It's like, yeah, you know, screen to say to to sim- oversimplify it as screens are bad mm-hmm. and then have to watch that video on a screen is just kind of yeah, hilarious. It's, it's ironic, know? but it's it's a I guess technology is a double edged sword in all cases because like technology is just a tool. It's these days technology is mechanical and electronic, right? But, but technology really just means improving upon some other, like the first was the caveman with rocks and sticks and yeah. leverage, different shit like that. These all that's like science, the beginning of science for sure. Right? And and I mean that song I wrote probably ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very, like, the video is, like, three years old, I think, by now, but the song is, the lyrics of the song are, like, ten years. I've grown a lot as a person since I wrote that, and and that album entirely, which I call it an album, but it's not out yet, but I actually am going to still do it eventually. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, so it's a weird place to be in as, as, a, as a different person ten years later, but then still having some connection to the music and still feeling like... You know, it's weird to have a fully written, finished album that's not released and for it to be so dated that I don't necessarily stand by everything yeah. that I or or feel the same way. Yeah. But and I've changed a lot, like I've edited parts of I've, I've adjusted it to try okay. to more reflect what, who I am now. But there's still parts that kind of slip through. And not that that song is the greatest example of it, but certainly I'm not like. I don't, I don't. I'm not shaming you for using your laptop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. You need the technology to create anything, even if that thing is something that's seemingly demonizing technology. But it's not really. It's not a demonizing. Sometimes it's just drawing attention to the fact that we can be really absorbed in these sure. these technologies. Like, fuck, I'm. I work on computers during the day and then i come home and i play video games on computers yeah and then i go on my phone and like i'm literally always looking at a screen and it's kind of a trip because we're from the 90 when you're born 86 84 84 so we're from like the we were 90s kids essentially we remember before the internet we remember before the internet which is so we're the weird. last of a di- of, of a dying breed we are and people say that sometimes and it doesn't really register too much they're like they're like yeah whatever but it is real trippy because of how big the internet has become and how big it could become yeah. further. We think like Twitter and Facebook and stuff is the end of the internet or something, but it's just the beginning. Like, yeah, it's... if we don't all get nuked, right? <laughs> like, we'll see. Maybe we can still do both. Get nuked and 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 improve the internet afterwards. Oh, okay. I could. I guess that's an optimistic way of looking at. I mean, like, nuked. I don't know. Like, how much damage could a nuke really do? You know. I guess I don't know. There have to be like a lot of nukes. Yeah, I guess it depends how many you fire. I don't know. I think That's it. Yeah, if everybody gets hit with one, then then yeah, you're probably pretty screwed. <sighs> World's a big place. The flat is. Earth is a big place. You the know, flat Earth is very large. It expands. I, the flat Earth is like a serious thing. And, uh, it, it's dying. People are starting. It's a weird thing for people to have to 
to be in a spot where they've committed, and I, I'm sorry to bring up Flat Earth. I shouldn't have uh, done that. No, it's I fine. shouldn't have opened that can. Oh, wait, of worms. it's right here. Flat Earth number three. Oh, that's no hilarious. Plan. No, but I I think it's just hard for people to admit that they they ascribe to something stupid. You know what I mean? Like I felt like there's got to be a point where they're just like, shit, this probably is not true. But then to admit that after posting all these videos and arguing with people online, that's and a hard thing totally, for people to do. You're defaming your own character. You're like, you're like, it's easier to just, to just let it go away and, and okay. stop arguing about it. And it's just, like, it's like religious people who, who stop believing. Like if there's priests who sure. stop believing and then what are you going to just say? Oh, sorry guys. I don't believe anymore. You just basically keep doing the job. Is that preacher in the park still there that you posted He's that? He's literally across the street right I'm now. I'm going to hang out with him after this sure. podcast, absolutely. Okay, we could do a podcast with him. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that before? We should have invited him. I have actually thought of this before, bringing a, a, a mic out to the park <clears throat> and doing a podcast yeah. with various uh, citizens. So what's he doing? Shall I call them? Is he just standing there? Like... He's got a tent. On he's the, got a tent. He's got a tent. How is that even plane. allowed? I don't know. It's, it's kind of unnecessary and redundant as well because <laughs> there's already a roof over <laughs> But, I mean, poor guy, he's always got something wrong with him. Or, or or he's just doing it for fun. Or. Or he's lying about being homeless. Or. Or he's <laughs> the real deal. Or he's actually Jesus. Yeah. I'm go- that's why I'm going or over. Or he could be some other Messiah that's not Jesus. Yeah, you're going to sit in here and clown on him. And meanwhile, you're missing out. The guy's a stone's throw away from your apartment. Meanwhile, you're, you know, it's a life-changing opportunity. Isn't there a movie about that where Jesus comes back but he can't really... I'm sure there must exist something like that. I'm thinking of Bruce Almighty for a second, but that's that's Jim Carrey becoming God. Or is it... Wait, what is that again? Is it God goes into Jim Carrey? No. It's Bruce Almighty. Somebody email me that. No, he... Yeah, yeah, no. He's like... Uh, he's uh, Morgan Freeman is God. And then he's Moses. The guy... Or, or no, the Noah. <laughs> Noah, the Ark guy. Noah. It's just like some sort of second Noah thing. Yeah, he's just the I'll new Noah. He's the new Noah. It, he has to I... build another ark, and it's just like, yeah, we're doing this thing again. It's oh yeah, that's right. What a weird thing. Can you imagine Jesus did come back, but like he was kind of like a like a David Blaine sort of guy? But back then, everyone was just so blown away by it. Like you know, whatever he he had like a bunch of secret fish that he just whipped out once he had yeah. you know yeah. And then they're like, whoa, we changed out like two fish into a thousand fish. I think about that all the time. It's a trick, but he comes back now. And he starts trying to pull the same shit, but then everyone's just like, "Yeah, okay, we've seen this before. Here's a YouTube video of someone else doing that with Jello." Yeah, and then uh, and then he's having a real hard time proving yeah. himself. Well, that's kind of related to the idea of Project Blue Beam, right? That that conspiracy theory that like they have this 3D hologram technology that they can sort of like spray in the sky like an aurora is that the one that made the the big spiral in the sky? That I think many was years literally ago? the the skeptics view of it was that it was a actually a failed rocket and oh then, right right and, and then, then the sort of other view of it is that rockets don't look like that mm-hmm. and it did look really weird if, what's that called if people want to look up it's like i think it's in sweden mm-hmm. like yeah it was years ago right failed like, rocket spiral in sweden or it something. certainly was weird but i don't know anything about anything so that yeah. absolutely could huh. be a rocket right and how that would look on a failed rocket like i have no idea how would i know yeah i remember i opened up a pdf <clears> that was explaining like how the rocket actually like the science of why it would look like that and i opened up the pdf and i was just like huh i kind of believe this and i just exited it (laughs) that's how deep i go with most most things but that was around the time when i was i was very much into weird kind of fringe ideas 
Um, yeah, I think me too, probably. Like, like, I probably how many thought, years ago was that? It had to be I think like it was many. around 2011 or 2012. Yeah, maybe. yeah. And I thought like the end of the world was why. really going to happen. Not really. That's why that was 2012. We stopped it. The failed rocket attempt. That was 2012? Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was I don't know, man. The spiral was 2012. It's weird when in t- in intellectual people and like smart people had... Like I read this book called Quetzalcoatl, the, the end of the... Uh, what's it called? That's that freaking okay, yeah, bird yeah. god. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. yeah um, I don't remember the actual title of the book. Something like that. It's one of these uh, new age guys that has since disappeared when 2012 came around and nothing happened. This guy went just nowhere now. I can't remember the guy's name. I'll add it in. In the notes, no, I wasn't. He was like a hardcore, like, the world's going to end, kind and then of, it didn't, and he's well, like, well, now what do I do? He was more one of those guys who would transmogrify everything to just say, like, oh, it's just going to be this new level of awakening. And if you look at technology and how it's interconnected us, and you realize that uh, when the date comes, it's, things are going to be solved. And you're like, maybe, I don't know. Just it seems cool. Yeah. And yeah. maybe maybe there is some sort of measurable... Like, they have this... The Hindus have this Kali Yuga, like the age of Kali Yuga... And I think it's, I'm not quite sure on all the details here, but I think they measure things in like 5,000 or 10,000 uh, chunks, uh, year chunks. Okay. Like the, the age of this, the age of that. And the age we're in now is the age of hypocrisy. Of course. Of course it that is. That explains everything. It does. It's <laughs> it's so self-referential anyway. It doesn't really mean anything. But like probably every age is, have, has hip, hypocrat, hypocrisy. Hypocratic. No, yeah. That's a different word. I don't know. Close I'm enough. not sure about English. I think we both know. I think we all know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about politics. I'm talking about religion. I'm talking about, I guess, those are the two things, right, that encompass, like, human Those are all the debate. things. That, that politics covers all of it. and religion and yeah. science. Those are the things, right? Sure, yeah. Those three. And then music is a thing. But music is, like, not... What is music? Music, music is organized sound? Maybe? I'm not really familiar with this music. Music. Oh, that's like where you do the listen, like you put the the, boom-ka, the rhythmic boom-ka, sounds. Boom-ka, yeah, no, I, I've heard of those. Yeah, for sure. Um, Not a fan. No. No, I don't like music. There's that's like a rare person, eh? <laughs> yeah, percent. I'm, I'm the one guy who just doesn't like music. It's probably point. Yeah, just generally speaking, I don't but like music. But you know, people who who like music when you play it, but they might not even have like favorite groups or anything. Mm. Like they just kind of like most things. There's people like that. Yeah, and I feel like that might be the way uh, like a lot of people are without realizing it. Like you might say you're a fan of a genre of music, but I think a lot of people kind of just have a handful of artists that they like, you know what I mean? And they might all kind of sound similar, but there's a lot of other artists in the same genre that you're not going to listen to cuz you didn't stumble upon them or they yeah. weren't your little secret treasure, yeah. you know. Like, That's big with me for music like when I, when I find an artist, it be, definitely becomes closer to me i think it probably happens with a lot of people yeah and from for sure like my favorites are still like the guys i've been listening to for years like not and i try to keep an open ear for new stuff too yeah because i don't want to be that old like out of touch dude but like for the most part i'm, I'm going back to the to the stuff that i've always gone to it's weird and i don't think that that's uncommon no because i think music impacts you when you it impacts you when it's new first of all mm-hmm and also when it's some sort of like uh, poignant moment in your life, like people at their prom or people at their wedding or different like events where there's a new song. Like when I DJ weddings, sometimes I'll like obviously when you play a new top 40 song, if it just comes out around the time that they're getting married and it's a pop 
like a radio song, mm-hmm. it connects with them, and it's, it's it would be like a big track that you play sure. later in the night. Everyone's like, people might even request it because it's it's relevant at that time in yeah, their life. Yeah, that's the jam. But once it becomes Hotel California and it's it's overplayed, apparently that song's like in the top five of like worldwide loved songs. A lot of people can't stand it though, Hotel California, just because it's so overplayed. There's like U2, Eagles, even like Phil Collins, all these. They just keep playing them. Sting. Yeah. They'll. Ne- they're never going to not play. I wonder. I always wonder about like if that if if our music is going to be kind of looked at the same way. You know what I mean? Or like, will it just kind of like become dormant in some sort of some sort of like underground bunker of music history? Maybe because we have such an overwhelming amount of content at our fingertips now, so easily that they didn't have before. Like with with the internet, and YouTube. Uh, it might be different. Like there's just, it'll just there's, keep changing. It's just going to keep getting buried. Where like those classics probably will continue to get played. Like we'll yeah. probably still hear Hotel California in yeah. 2025, 2030. That's not that far away, but whatever. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. 2050. But 2018. Like, we'll I can't imagine they're going to go back and listen to like a puddle of mud song back then or, 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 or uh, in the future. You know what I mean? Like the same right, way. Right. That was more I guess like that's if a you weird... were around in 2004 or whenever that, those songs came out, you kind of remember it from the radio and you're like, yeah, I like had a barbecue at Jimmy's house and we played that song and it was so funny. And Jimmy smacked his head off the, <laughs> off the, off the truck and then... Uh... <laughs> hey, it's funny though because like when I think back, there's a lot of songs that like if I go to high school and like, you know, some 41 and... Fucking, uh, what's the Blink other one? Blink-182. Yeah, those guys. I, I hated that shit back then. But, like, that is still nostalgic music to me now. As, I love as Blink a person. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I mean, as a kid, I was a lot more critical and, like, I yeah. thought I was the hot shit, whatever. But, like, so I would shit on anything I didn't like. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> what is that about kids? Kids, like, high school kids. Because we're stuff, dumb, we're, man. We we're don't know so dumb. You gotta, like, you have to learn shit through life. That's just fucking... Experience. For, for everybody that was in high school, did it always take someone that was like 20 or 30 to just like say, hey man, you don't have to hate everything? And then everyone, kids were kind of just like, oh, okay. Is that how we all kind of moved along? I don't, I don't think so because I think there's a lot of people who are adults still our like age that? who are still like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think that they're, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from or why we, we're like that. But I think maybe one of it, one of the things is that we just like to think that we're better than, you know, it's like, oh, you like this. They're stupid. They're trying to put stupid music out there. This is the smart music because I'm smart because right. I found this. You know right. what I mean? Like, and it's kind of true though. Like pop music is very. It's simple, but who cares? It doesn't need to be. Uh, it doesn't need to be complex, right. man. Because it's not for that. Like, there's people who want that in their yeah. music, and they can go out and find that. But I don't know that that's necessarily the majority. Probably not. I think a lot of people just want to be, you know, nod their head while they're driving their car to whatever yeah. is available. Yeah, you know? I guess that's true for the the. the yeah, I guess the devil's advocate argument might, argument might just be we want to enlighten more people or something. So I, I as an individual, feel that the music industry should be more intellectual or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I guess there was pop, there always have been popular artists along the way that implement that stuff into their music. Like they go out on a limb on purpose to make some sort of more thoughtful song. Mm-hmm. But even I guess I guess when we're talking about pop music and, and the love songs and stuff that we find corny, they are still like pretty deep. Like if you go to like the '90s um, alternative stuff, that it was kind of very much all the same, and the uh, just that white kind of suburban rock music and stuff, sure. and very really melancholy and all that. Yeah, it, it still had like deep meanings. Like yeah, 
like relation for relationships are, are and what you feel like that's gone away a little bit now uh, I guess because I think more with the pop music it's more for dancing and clubs and stuff that's where a lot of the top 40 songs are at now or yeah. the country stuff too or even the, the popular hip hop like, weird now it is weird but even the top 40 hip hop it's all that loud very mastered dance music it's a, it's got to be for a club you can't unless yeah. it's a slow song for like I a guess, wedding i guess the argument would be that like the the alternative should be available you know what i mean like and i don't know that well like i don't listen to the radio a lot you know but i get kind of an idea i see what you know people post on my timeline and and what's kind of you know the new yeah. hot shit yeah. but like for me the argument i guess would be that if they're going to you know, if 100% of what they're pushing as far as like major labels or people yeah. who have some kind of marketing power yeah. is just that, then that maybe is my big problem. Like mm-hmm. if there's no, if the alternative isn't giving the same, even a small amount of it isn't given a good push, then that's, you know, that's maybe should be given, people should be given the opportunity to figure out whether or not they like it. Right. And I guess I see a couple of things in that. I, see, I think about the artist as an individual that's really writing the music and deciding the lyrics. And then I see the concept of the record label uh, getting involved and changing things. Or if it's like a group of writers, maybe pushing on the sort of more dumbed down lyrics. And then the artist just kind of going like, okay. I think Henry Rollins had a quote where he was like, selling out is not having a commercial for shampoo with your song in it. Selling out is making the album that they're telling you to make. Right. Right. I agree. And I get that. It makes perfect sense to me. Like, people think, oh, they're in a movie or their songs in this, they're sold out. Not really. They're just making money. Yeah, you can you can be, you can see major success without having to compromise your art. I mean, I'm sure it's not that common that that happens, but it's not yeah, impossible. It's harder, probably. You know, but... Uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. I just it's it's a weird thing. Like, uh, if if it were just... I guess the big question would be whether or not it's they're pushing one style because that's just what sells or is that what sells because that's what people it's and a, even yeah. is, is, do things even sell anymore like i don't know like is that even i don't a thing? understand like the music industry and how the money works anymore like i guess it's probably pretty easy for me to just google and figure this out but i know that like artists may have to tour and make and they make money off streams right and there's there's advertisement deals there's you got your dj Khaled with snapchat or these different rappers with like different brands of liquor like there's just private, like, okay, Jay-Z is going to go link up with this type of alcohol, and now he's going to drink that in his videos or whatever. Right. And somehow that... Yeah, I don't know, man, because, like, how could it... I know, everyone I know loves music, but I feel like, and I haven't asked around, but I feel like most people aren't buying MP3s on iTunes, you like, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's like, what I, I think. Some people know? try, like, at the, you know, those $10 a month things, like Apple Music or Spotify, yeah, like, yeah. these things where you can pay... And I guess the artists get paid trinkle. They trinkle down, trickle down economics. I signed up for a three month Napster uh, trial. The new Napster, yeah, the streaming one, because it was the only service that had a particular album I was looking for. So yeah. I did it, and then I snagged it. You can't even download them, so I had to like internally record them on my computer to get <laughs> them, and then I just then I got rid of it. That's old. School. Sorry, Napster. Napster was the first. Yeah, the first thing. I, well, it was the first one thing I really of, used yeah. to download. Uh, I down the first song I downloaded on Napster was uh, "Sorry Miss Jackson," and it was only like half of the song because I had dial-up internet and my someone had called in the middle of the song. 
or something. So I just didn't. I just put half of the song on my MP3. Good enough. Player. Whatever. Just loop it a couple times. Yeah. My. I remember. I still to this day. I think have a, the probably the first blank CD I ever saw, and I was blown away by the concept of being able to like make your own CD yeah. at this time. And my friend downloaded. I just wrote a list of songs I was looking for. Yeah. And he found them on IRC. IIRC. Whatever. That chat. M-I-R-C? I don't know. Yeah, you just go in there and be like, hey, does anyone have this? And they'd be like, someone would send it to you. It's That's w- really it was weird. weird. Yeah, like it would, they just post the link. It was a weird thing. That's strange. Yeah. The and early then there times was... of the internet. That's weird. It was, it was scary. Just... I used to talk to grown adults in other ASL? countries. I'd play uh, Neopets. <laughs> and there was like this, this lady that lived in Texas, and she was part of our guild. And we had like a hundred members. Is that and... like a like a group, like a Tamagotchi type of thing? Kind of. It's like, yeah, you, you pick these different little pets and they're all like different little dragons or whatnot and oh. weird like wolf type things and kind of cool like anime style thing and then there's all these it's all click based on the browser so there'd be little towns and you just click on like uh the money tree for example and and random items would load and you click and you get that item say it's five gold or say it's a chocolate sure. bar or something random and then if you had the high speed internet you can get all the stuff because it would refresh. If you had low internet, like uh, dial-up internet, you're refreshing, your page is going like, ring, ring, uh, ring, and you don't get the stuff. Yeah, no, it's not. 56K just wasn't doing it. And they were battling it. and all that stuff. It's just basically, yeah, a browser game. I still have my account on there. But that was one of the games, like RuneScape, where kids would get kicked off of the computers in uh, in the, the grade 7, 8 period of... Uh, School. What is that called? Junior. Junior high. Uh, but if I think that's only in that's in, in America. Yeah, I don't know if we have a, like a, a proper name for it. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's not middle. school. Post elementary, middle Post-elementary. school. Post elementary. Yeah, because there's only a few schools around here anyway that were seven eight split, and then yeah. a bunch of grade seven and a bunch of grade eight classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. The system of of these buildings that <laughs> you throw kids into, and then they just kind of <laughs> get mushed around and taught random things, and then they come out when they're older. And they just kind of learn stuff and kind of don't. Yeah. And like fight each other and stuff. There's not too, the parents can't take care of their kids all day because they got to go to work. Right. So it's just kind of like glorified daycare. It's not like the village caveman times anymore when everybody just like had their thing they made in the village and then they could also take care of their kids and their kids learned that thing with them during the day probably. Yeah. Like a blacksmith kid is like just working. Put them to work right away. Yeah. Can you walk? Yeah. Pick up that goddamn anvil and bring it over here so yeah. I can make a friggin' sword. Yeah. Friggin' kid. Yeah. Now it's cities. There's still rural people, but a lot of rural pe- Is this true that in the, around the world, more like rural people are moving towards cities? Cities are becoming more... Is that like across the board? Not like you're an expert on this. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say Political yes. No, I, I just have a feeling, man. Okay. I, you sounded like you knew you were talking about it. I think, I think it's I, I true. I should stop asking questions on this podcast. No, you now should Just start sta- like statements. And just well, yeah. say, I know for a fact that <laughs> rural people are moving towards cities globally. I think you can make up the facts. This is your goddamn podcast. Exactly. Speaking of that, I want to have a little break and light this cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hey, DeepCast listeners, this is Trevor Twining from Niagara Podcasters Network. If you want other local Made in Niagara podcasts, then head over to Niagara Podcasters Network. Our hosts are sharing stories and podcasts that are made for Niagara and by Niagara. Hope to see you there. You can find us at niagarapodcasters.org. Um, I have interdimensional travel written down on the notes here. Alex Jones also because he yeah. posted some of those remixes. Oh god! Like one where he's talking about fish people. 
He's like about to cry or like puke. I wonder if he was being sincere there or not, or if that's some of the. Um, I don't think he was. Some of the performance artist performance aspect art. of it. Yeah, you're up to date on that. His whole. Yeah, the first time I saw Alex Jones was on The Waking Life, 2001. He seemed so film. cool back then. He did seem cool, especially because I was like 14 or 15. Yeah, uh, and that's this guy was like yelling about all this political stuff and like it didn't even matter that you didn't understand exactly what he's saying because he's so passionate that you were like this guy must have some sort of point but what do you think about the like fish people stuff and all the weird shit he says i hope it's true (laughs) no i mean i don't that would be terrible but like i don't know he's i don't know where that comes from did he make that up did somebody actually tell him that and yeah i wonder i wonder if i guess I, i guess i do wonder if he believes it or not it's it had to have come from somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, he always claims these anonymous sources. Oh, yeah, what am I inside? I shouldn't do an impression. I'm not going to do that. But, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I have a source. I have a source. It's never it, specific. Yeah. So, if this, yeah, because, well. But he trusts them. They're pretty far <laughs> inside. Yeah. So, the fish people, I don't know. Maybe he saw them with his own eyes. Does he say he saw them with his own eyes? Or did some, I can't remember in I that think, video. I think he, in the video, I think he did. But was he talking about a video that he saw? Oh, maybe. Maybe he just saw, like, some shit. But, like, put, like, some B-horror film on. And be like, yeah, Alex, they're just cracking up in the back room. Yeah. And he's, they're just like, yeah, no, Alex, this is in the back right now. We're, we're doing these tests. And like, yeah. no way. And then, uh, and then he cried. And he believes it. But the one thing that was real was the Bohemian Grove video, for example. Like, he went to some yeah, weird that is ceremony really weird, that, that they... One. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, it's like they are dressing up and, like, putting weird masks on and stuff and having, like... But, I mean, is it weird? I okay. guess it is weird. So what would be, like, something that you would compare to it? Like, if it's, like, your standard... Uh, like a ball, like a ball where you wear masks and go to a dance, like, a weird dance where you, like, dress up. Like, they wear, like, robes and stuff mm-hmm. when you go to, like, standard religious ceremonies. Now, a mask. What would be... Like, a giant Pope hat doesn't cover your face, but it's still a pretty extravagant piece of headwear. It's totally surreal. But, I mean, if you're wearing, like, a devil mask and dancing around a a flaming owl, like, that's weird. That is weird. But But it's all weird, right? Also, though, the idea of, like, Alex Jones sneaking in and filming through the bushes and shit, that's kind of funny, too. Like It's hilarious. (laughs) I I, I can't even really explain what's going on in the video because I don't remember who's on the podium or who's doing the... Is it uh, Skull and Crossbones, guys? Like It could it be. be. Yeah, I can't remember. I feel like I looked it up at the time, but it, it was a while back. There's so. this other... This is the whole Illuminati thing. It's all related, and it's like people... They don't... It's, it's To me, it's just kind of like uh, religion and the word God, for example, because... Oh, God. Because they don't... Uh, shit. Look, they're trying to they're trying to interfere this on the podcast. This is a low budget. This is a low budget. Oh no, man, we're not supposed to be talking about this stuff, and they're trying to stop it. But your system's too strong. I'm gonna pause strong. it and save it, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Try this again. Uh, so I was talking about the Illuminati and how it's like religion because nobody really ever defines all the terms. Like people just say stuff, and then you're supposed to b- believe them after like four sentences. Like, you kind of formulate what they're saying, and you're like, okay, yeah, I sort of believe you that there's this cabal of people that are deciding things and have some sort of negative uh, goal, like a nefarious goal in this in this collusion that they're doing behind our backs. And this relates to, like, the flat Earth thing and, like, NASA, how some people think that either we didn't, we weren't, we didn't go to the moon or, or space, 
and the Earth is flat. Why? Even if we didn't go to the moon, it's not like okay. Why? And I, I have no opinion. I, we probably did go to the moon. I don't know. But if we didn't, it's not like what's the point of saying we did other than to be like, oh, we beat the other people who were trying. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you know what but I mean. But what's like, the theory that the, that the Americans didn't actually go? And they made the video just so that they could prove to the Russian, like, are the Russians in on it, or what's? Even the- if okay, let's say that's the case. Who gives a shit? Fuck off! Like, it, it's like, yeah, it, I guess I get it. You know what I mean? It was a dick. It was a fucking pissing contest, and you were trying to cheat to win. So that's you're saying. Even if that was true, yeah. Even if they faked it, for example, what? Who cares? Yeah, or, because like, why, who, I mean, yeah. I just mean that. I just mean. I, I guess who cares is just the people. Uh, that are seemingly intelligent, but think that either the Earth is flat, or we didn't go to the Moon, or like these things are related. Like they, like there's some the real world is something that you don't know about. It's flat. You think it's round, and it, it, not only is it is it flat, but also there's I don't know. Like people say we went to the on these spaceships and we didn't actually go. Like it's all like there's most people either lean to one side, like they kind of take all yeah. the conspiracy theories and kind of believe most of them or all of them. And then there's the other side that just kind of, I get, I don't know. It, it gets trippy because I'm like trying to say, oh, they're just all not true. Right. But there, then there are the outliers where there really is like conspiracy and like somebody gets yeah. shot or right. some car blows up and it's sure. very nefarious and somebody went behind closed doors to decide on it. I think that's a common thing where people will ridicule one side or or they'll be so put off by by people who are are strong supporters of anything and let's just say conspiracy theories for the sake of this conversation where they there's a blowback to the point where they swing all the way to the other side and they they want to be part of that team to to combat this this virus of people who are Believe thinking a dumb thing. idea so it's like no I'm I'm completely the right. other way and that's not, you know, it's probably a little better, but I, I'm with you. It should be somewhere in the middle where you should be willing to entertain a goofy idea for the sake of having the discussion and, and, sure. and hashing it out and, and proving why it's it's for a sure. dumb idea and rather I, than yeah. just ridiculing it right away oh, yeah. and saying you're stupid for believing that. Yeah, and, then and, and this has to do that with doesn't help. You're not going to convert of, anybody to think, you know. Exactly. This has to do with the history of science as well. Like people who came up with the tectonic plates or and then they were demonized or put in a prison. Or like Galileo. Like there's a status quo and then there's someone who comes along and does some sort of study and says this. Tectonic plates are bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> And then 200 years later, these people get found, oh, they were right. And so we got to learn to, as humans to do that, not only in science, but in like religion and also in like politics and like espionage and war and things like that. And like geopolitics. It's like, yeah, there's, there's stuff going on behind closed doors. Like the Bilderberg meeting is real. Like yeah. they actually meet at a secret location every year. Um, but just cause it's a secret, like there, there has to be some level of secrecy in an organization that's such as a country. Sure. Like the CIA, the, the intelligence agencies and stuff, you know, they can't all be transparent because that's the whole concept of having one of these, like the FBI or these. How many people go to those? Like over a hundred, right? Like there's over, a lot of people. Like I it's think, a pretty good amount. Maybe between like 50 and 80 or something like that. So let's, 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 let's think about this. So you've got like, okay, 80, let's say 80 people. You've got like fucking. With a secret. Donald Trump's secret. there and the queen's there and yeah. like whoever. The queen of the Netherlands. Sure. So, they're sitting around this giant round table in this like dark room wearing devil masks. Yeah. 
and then they're uh, they're like, okay, so for 2017, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna put some uh, Black Lives Matter. We're gonna put some chemical in in the uh, a new the new in fruit the roll ups that we're gonna push fruit roll up soup. <laughs> and uh and and then so so that means that everybody around that table is in on it so that's yes. 80 people who are just like look we're gonna be secretive about this but we're we're fucking shit up we matter they don't yeah population yeah. control we gotta right. make sure 2018 we're putting the poison in the soup or with the fruit roll-ups therefore we will kill off half of the world's whatever right. it is or we're gonna keep let's think of maybe a more realistic example like we're gonna keep the famine going in south sudan or i don't know if there's a famine going Sure. Probably. Let's, whatever. Let's say there is. We're going to keep it going there because we want these people. Like, I'm, I even have a hard time being serious and saying. Yeah. Just trying to come up with a serious one. Like, we're going to keep the famine going. It's probably like. Why would they want to? Somewhere halfway. Like, it's probably like there's a lot of really unpopular it's about money, right? decisions that need to be made. Or about money. Yeah. Like, like absolutely. Want, Ways to make more money for. Yeah, for, not we want people to die necessarily, but they're probably the first thing is money, right? Yeah. Like or how, if, this is how the, much are we the willing to, to sacrifice to make more money? Or, or, or but is like, it money or power? Cause, both. Cause both. They're kind both of hand in, in hand. If you, have enough, if you have enough money, you have power. Okay. I think. So, but this is what I wonder because everybody says, you know, oh, well, why would there be a Bilderberg? Why would there be a Illuminati? Well, because money and power, bro. Like, they want money. Okay. So they want money and they want power, which is one. Is there a hierarchy? Is power their first desire? And what is power? Is it just subjugation over certain people for some sort of inner, some very like nefarious, just inner demon desire? Is that like I don't know. Really? Uh, but it- I, here's what I think, man. I don't think that there's like one group that's yeah. just like we're the we're on top of the pyramid with the eyeball puppet masters. You know what I mean? Like I think that there's probably a lot of people, maybe billionaires or whatever. Who have a lot of push, yeah. who, who can kind of do what they want, yeah. but there's a lot of them still. Even yeah. though being a billionaire is probably pretty rare, but there's probably still enough of them where they're not all on the same page. Yeah, they, and there's probably infighting among the people who can make decisions and have push and can do things. Yeah. Like there's probably one guy who's like, "I'm gonna whatever, I'm gonna take control of this city," and then this other guy, "You can't do that." Cause That's I, my city. Yeah, or yeah, some, yeah or some oil baron. Right. There's these characters out How there. How could it that... be that all 80 people in that room are all seeing eye to eye on the same thing and all have the exact same goal? And, you yeah, know what I mean? They, Unless there's definition... one leader of that group. Maybe there's one person like the... They can't hate all other people but also be very good at teamwork. You know what I mean? Like right. they, they must have... They must all be these very egocentric people who then are just sort of forced to be in this collaborative uh, cabal because the concept of like... All other people are just serfs, and we just want them to like lie in ditches. But we're going to put them in boxes, <laughs> yeah. litter, FEMA camps, sure, and stuff. sure, yeah. Because again, I get I get lost in trying to explain the whole thing because I'm like each thing. Okay, why? I always ask just why. Like they're gonna well, do, there's lots of space, and they have all the money. They're the rich people. Are do they just? I just don't get what the end goal of of an Illuminati member is. Is it just to continue their power? Like they have. They're getting so That's high. By design, the man. Dopamine. You can't know their end goal. You can't know. No, how can you know their end goal? That's the thing they're trying to hide the most. Right. Yeah. So, like, the, whatever. Maybe it's world domination. Maybe it's. Uh, and when do they declare world domination to themselves? Like, do they put up a flag once the mass the hypnosis is made? takes effect? That the first they're going to have you. Globalist here's, hypnosis. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. 
First, people are going to be playing virtual reality, and they're going to love the shit out of it, right? It's going to get really good. And then they're going to be like, yeah, you can keep wearing those dumb headsets, but why don't you just throw on these contact lenses and play that way instead? Like, you can move your head around. It's way better. I'm sure I'll put a contact lens in. Yeah, well, what, instead of that, why don't you just um, microchip? Yeah, throw this microchip in there. I'll do it. And there you go, and then you can do that. So once everybody's got their microchips, then they send out the mass hypnosis signal, and once that takes effect, actually, I would say ads come first. Thirty second ads would come first, and then the yeah, yeah, those will just be hidden in your dreams. You won't even kind of realize they'll they'll yep. show up. You'll be riding the bus. All of a sudden, you're, yep. everybody will just turn into a commercial. Yep. But uh, yeah, and then the mass hypnosis kicks in. And this then is, this that's is what when I they say, ha, 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 So that's their end goal. We got you. That's their end goal. But so that's what Alex Jones was saying when he got really baked on the Joe Rogan experience and also slightly drunk and was saying that there's these. Tri- I listened to the whole podcast. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Live, I watched it live. I oh, you got me beat. Oh, one step above. Uh, that's what the theory is: is that there's these the powers that be are the Illuminati and they are uh, interdimensional beings. But I believe the theory goes that we all are, but they just really know that they are, and they somehow have to subjugate us to sort of harvest our energy or our sort like of life matrix? force. Are we just their batteries, and then they're like the Matrix guys? But how are they so good at keeping secrets, though? That's the thing that never makes sense. Because, yeah, let's just say there was, like, leaks happen all the time. We're seeing that in, like, governments now and, like, with WikiLeaks. And yeah, but stuff. how much is not being leaked? <laughs> there's so – the leak – the stuff that's leaked is, like, there's so not much. Not enough to really make – You can't like, even read it. How much – like, what's the most damage a leak thing? has done? Like, the, the biggest, like, leak that had the most significant impact, maybe – like fucking up Hillary Clinton's election, maybe you think? I, maybe I guess that's the argument. I don't know enough about the scope of what's been leaked and like the effects it's had and on world politics. Like um, certain things like that, I, I get lost in my memory of like what's going on. But I guess Hillary with the the yeah this the leaning the election a bit. I don't I feel like I'm always let down by the leaks. You know, like I guess not that I ever like go through them, but someone does, and the good stuff always makes it to the surface. And I'm yeah. always like, oh, there's a big leak coming the out. The leaks and are it, always timed. Yeah. Just like And then it comes statements. out and I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's shit. That yeah. sucks. But We're it doesn't never really to leaks now. Yeah, that's right. We don't even care. We don't. It's and not I, like a spy movie anymore. Well, like it is a spy movie, but we're like desensitized to everything. We're like. Yeah. That's why so I crazy. feel like going back to the moon landing thing. Like, I think that if that were to come out, that they were to admit that the moon landing was actually staged 100%. Yeah. People would swallow it. They'd be like, yeah, we've been kind of thinking that. We're not that surprised. There'd be like a, a week of outrage until the next, you know, hot yeah. topic came up. Hot Here, topic. Here's my question, man. And I was talking to Drew and Marcel about this yesterday. We're talking about you'd have to write a list of all the people that you think are in or tied to the Illuminati and whatever the secret is about, you know, the flat earth being flat being the earth being flat the, gotta, flat's too, the flat earth one's too easily debunked yeah, yeah like it's just ridiculous well but, i can't remember if it was like uh neil degrasse tyson or bill nye but it was just yeah. a thing and he talks about the tallest building in the world and you can see two sunsets on it because of how tall it is so you go to the bottom watch the sunset go to the top wait sorry is this in a flat earth situation well no because if okay if the earth was flat uh-huh. then how could you see two sunsets well i don't know up? enough about what they say that's model of their universe the flat earthers i'm not aware of what they what their yeah, explanation is for how the other planets like are the other planets flat or are they all circular i don't know I don't. 
I mean, if they are shaped, whatever, I don't know. But like, if if you can see two sunsets, then and in, I don't know how it could pop. Like, I think that the the flat Earth one, it kind of has to rotate above the disc, right? And just kind of go in a circle along the outside edge. I of guess the disc. that's the thing. Yeah. So know. if that were the case, if you were to go to the top of a the tallest building and see a second sunset because you're so high now, mm-hmm. how is that not proving that? Well, the, an easy one too is GPS. Like GPS uses the curvature of the Earth to locate exactly what like it's triangulation. There's like, a bunch, right? There's like so the, many, yeah. But 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 people who think the Earth is flat, maybe they just don't understand G- how GPS works. Like yeah. they haven't looked it up. But I, the reason I was tying everything in and saying like flat Earth plus subjugation plus, because so, I'm kind of painting a picture of like what I believe that most conspiracy theorists or or conspiracy leaning people sort of believe. They they kind of they don't ever just believe just one. Like, they always will go for another one. Like, if you say, if they believe we didn't go to the moon, you can pretty much guess that that person believes C, D, E, sure, F, G yeah, yeah. of the conspiracies. Like, like that fluoride is, 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 is I don't know, calcifying? Yeah, what does yeah, it do? Yeah, Calcifies your pineal your, gland? Your pineal gland, yeah. So, but this is the thing, is like, there's... If it does that, and you know it does that, can why can't people just show us the scientific journals where they've studied that? They'll always just say that it does. And they'll never really... Yeah. Floridosis is a real thing. Like, like in China and India, there's many cases, like, they over-fluoridated the water, and it actually makes your teeth, like, brown, and they fall out. Yeah. Like, it's it's not good for you did in you high doses. Did you do fluoride rinses in your public school? Yeah, I think Do you I remember did. that? Where they would give you, like, a little Dixie yeah, cup little, full little, of a little pink, yeah. shitty-tasting liquid that you had to swish around for a Drink little while a few times kid. a year? Yeah. I think, I think back so. on that, I've asked other people that, and they never had to do that. And they are, they're so weirded out by the idea of having to do that, especially if you say that to a conspiracy theorist. They're wow. like, what? You I mean, I kind of forgot that. Maybe the memories of it just got mixed with, like, dentist cleaning. You're not supposed to remember it. it. It's supposed to keep... It's like a neuralizer for men in black. Yeah. It, but uh, I'm too... My brain's too strong for that, so I still remember. And now you do, too. And now everyone who listens is going to be like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, what about the podcast? What about the, the fluoride rinses? I appreciate that. Now, go clean your... Pineal, pineal gland. I don't even have a pineal gland. I got it removed. No, I did. But this th- these things that are just scientifically, you, it's okay to have a theory or like believe that you know, like the Rick Strassman thing, or let's say DMT is produced by the pineal gland and it has some connection to the way we dream and death and near death experiences. Like, there's definitely probably something there. So sure. let's just do the studies. I know it's hard to do studies on drugs because you got to get approved and all this, but there's some that are going on. But a lot of people just. They're just not really um, into what they say they're into as much as they say they're into it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, f- the fluoridation thing. Like, I believe Niagara Water Systems hasn't been fluoridated for, like, since, like, 2001 or something. Like, a long time. Yeah, yeah. Some, but that's kind of a rare case, right? Like, most other places are. It's weird. I think it's, like, a 30-60 or 30-70 split amongst the country as far as municipalities and if they choose. And some places actually vote on it. Like in Hamilton, I believe they had a recent like a vote on it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to put something scientific, like some sort of medical thing, up to a public vote. It seems strange. And then like fifty five percent vote one way. Okay, and they pour the fluoride in the water. Right. It's like if if different cities are doing it differently, then you should be able to measure. I don't know what studies have been by like Health Canada. If you're hardcore anti fluoride, yeah. is there a way of defluoridating your water? I think so. I think you use one of those purifier gym. Hickeys. Oh, a Brita. No, the, the the special one. 
The eight hundred dollar one. Oh, that's it. Does, does Alex Jones pit, pitch those on the commercial breaks? Of I don't the show? think he does, but he definitely gives uh, he, uh, commercials for weird nootropics and stuff that he says will make you literally crawl off the wall. And you're like, why would I want to crawl on the wall? You sure? Literally? Do Wait, does he say that? Does he actually say that? Yes. If he said that, I want to buy some of that and then sue yeah. them because literally they're bouncing can't. off the walls. They're crawling off the walls. Okay. Anyways. So we've established we've established that interdimensional time travel is real. The Illuminati is real, right? And Mayor Walter Sednick is part of the Illuminati, and we know this because of how much he how casual business he dresses. He's a sharp man. Our mayor he dresses very sharp. He does. Yeah, but he he doesn't always do like the tie, which I like. It's like you know. Too corporate with the ties all the time. I like. Does he roll the, up his sleeves? I haven't seen that kind of move yet from him, but I do like the. Um, I don't know what you call it, but the the business suit with mm-hmm. no tie mm-hmm. and just the under dress shirt. Type. Yeah, because he's you know he's got to stay loose, man. He's, he's a busy a, man. He's, he's a man of the people. Likes to get his hands dirty, you know. He shows up to events. He goes. You'll see the mayor just at random events. They're like not they don't have to be very big events. They can just be small to medium sized events. He'll be there. I'm ashamed to say that I wouldn't have been able to tell you the mayor's name if you didn't say it. I, I just like it. That's why I know the name. Sensnik. I think that's how you say it. Is it because you're also in the Illuminati? Maybe. I'm in the Dutch conspiracy. It's a different uh, world-dominating group. It involves oh, it Rick Dykstra, and it also involves Vortman's Cookies and Ramacher's The Dutch Store. So what's your guys' end goal? You can... Keep this part off the podcast. Um, just, just to tell me right now. replace all Canadian cheeses with all Dutch cheeses in the uh, middle of the night. Do the I Dutch can't. make a good cheese? Or? Yeah, they have. Well, yeah, like at Ramacher's over on Ontario Street, you got a lot of Dutch imported cheeses. Okay. I guess the Europeans have like a lot of. I don't Let's know. I go what's down the cheese there. capital? Italy? No. Yeah. Is that right? I, I said yeah, see, but. I see, I'm asking too many questions again. Just say the thing that I believe I know. So, um, like, let's say I'm going to go down there and I'm going to grab myself a, some imported cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, any suggestions? What I'm go not for that where deep into point? it. Okay, okay. Or, or am I just saying that because I don't That's want fine. to know? You don't want me to know the secret cheese? I gotcha. That's fine. Yes, but it is very expensive, so bring extra change. I will. Uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah. The new... Did you, I like that show. Is the new one out already? It is, yeah. They're like halfway through the season. It's very, very good so far. Cool, cool. Is it... Uh, it's not on Netflix, is it? No, it is on Adult Swim. So can you watch them online, though? Yeah, I think they you can find the them if you uh, cool. if you do some looking. Uh, Phil Lamar is the voice of that Samurai Phil Jack Lamar from, from Mad TV. From Mad TV. Yeah. He, was the, he was the mailbox... Oh, what, is he, what is his name? The, character? the UPS guy. UPS guy. Yeah. Really frantic UPS guy. Yeah. Really good, uh, really good little skit there. I think a lot of people don't realize that he's the voice of Samurai Jack, but I also think there's a lot of people who don't watch Samurai Jack. So yes, that's true. It's a very small group. Good show, good animation. I got the old, uh, the old ones on DVD. You should watch the new one. I mean, you could just, I mean, you could go now. You could wait till the next. It's only ten episodes, so cool. and it's gonna. You could maybe go back. Is it better than the first one or the same? It's it's very different. They one big thing is they can have a blood on it now before oh. they couldn't, so they had to always use like robots and then have like ah. oils squirt yeah. out of them to kind of make so it look it's like a little it. more violent. Yeah, but it's different. It's like in the future, he's all like you know, um, he's kind of given up hope and and he's got a big beard and he looks shit and he's he doesn't look. He lost his sword and he's just in a really rough place. And this is all about him kind of like coming back and. You know, trying to settle the score and get, like find story. himself again and stuff. And is it a revenge good. story as well? Is he trying to get revenge? I mean, at the end of the day, he still one? wants to. He still needs to 
get a coup, kill a coup, or that's, get back to the, the past goal. again. I forgot how the first. Uh, well, there's four seasons. It, that's the whole thing. It never ended, really. Like they just kind of. Oh right. So, yeah. 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 For some reason, I was thinking it was one season, and then this was the new one. No, it's four, and then there's a fifth one now. But it is pretty crazy to know. It's like the, I think it's like I can't remember how long. But I think it's been over ten years. Yeah. Since yeah, the, the yeah. and for to see something like that come back and then have a conclusion yeah. like that's pretty cool like i mean that's happened with other tv shows right like they they brought other like i Trader don't know Park Boys that was or... gone for a while came back to netflix uh even family guy i guess was gone for a while yeah, came back the development like, the rest great years. good example yeah. so i don't know i like that we live in a world now where any show we used to love yeah. might come back or you, know, you never know yeah. like the, the marvel movies and the superhero movies i mean i guess they're doing kind of too many of them some people might say yeah. but but at least for some people who are super fans of like whatever random superhero that wasn't that popular, start making that's the future. They start making movies all like the the, the D role like Marvel characters. Uh, there, how many thousands of them are there? There must be so many between the two big comics. Jameson, like, the yeah. the guy who ran the newspaper at Spider Man. There's just be like a Can movie you imagine about him. The Jameson movie, like it's just like his, him and his wife problems at home or something. It's just like <laughs> not even about superheroes. It's just a drama. Just uh, reading the paper about stuff other superheroes did. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I wouldn't go see that. Uh, what else we got here? You like Half-Life 2? Is- yeah, yeah, I really do. I mean, I'm a huge Half-Life fan. That's probably my favorite video game I've ever... Did you time. ever play the online deathmatch? No. Oh, I never did. So good. I'm more of like a kind of like solo online. gamer. Yeah, I like stories. That's a type of gamer. I forget who was... It was on, I interviewed uh, DDS. He's a producer from Detroit. And he's like that. He loves video games. But he's like... There's certain types of people that don't get into the multiplayer is like extra. There's social aspect to it, and then then there's competitive aspect to it. Yeah, where it's like, like you were talking about the learning curve in video games. You can do the learning curve of the single player game, and then you go online, and there's gonna be a slightly sure. different learning curve. Totally different, and it could be steeper or or longer. It's not to say that I wouldn't enjoy a, a, like that type of. But game. It's a different you know? mind I'm frame. I'm sure right? I would. You know, if I was good at like Call of Duty or Halo or whatever, fucking. Yeah. League of Legends, whatever it. game people like to play online. Yeah. Overwatch uh, now. Sure. If I was very good at those games and, and, and I was could hold my own, yeah. uh, I would probably have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. But in my experience, every time I've had the opportunity, I'm playing with a bunch of people who already know yeah. the shit and they know the maps and they know all the, the yeah. little intricacies yeah. and I know nothing. And then I just go in there and I take up space and I get killed over and over again yeah. and kill nobody. And it's just like... I don't know. I'd have to play by myself, learn the maps, like you know. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I've never done that, so I just never get the opportunity. And and it it, it kind of goes to what we were talking about uh, with music programs, digital audio. What is it called? DAW. Digital audio. What does the W stand for? Um, war. Oh right, war. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're using digital audio, audio war, <laughs> you're trying to learn the learning curve of this program. Uh, you. It's like video games in the sense that you could do it if you just spend the 30 to 40 to 50 hours. Like, I find myself at Overwatch, which is, like, the new kind of popular PC. I just got back into PC gaming. And so, like, I play, like, an hour a day. And I've done, I think I've played, like, 40 or 50 hours already. And I find I can handle online, like, pretty good. Like, sometimes I have bad matches. Sometimes I have good matches. And it's pretty balanced. And it's... The way, it's it also goes to, with the algorithms that they do with the, with the sure. player levels. Yeah, like, they put you in with other people around that, the same yeah, you know, but, experience. Exactly, level. so it can be very like close games sometimes, which are the most fun. Obviously, if you beat a team too easily, 
it's like whatever that was boring but it's also so like it, it it's so like pumps you up for nothing so like i was playing i was getting into rocket league that was the one online game that i was I getting into I, I like it a lot too and i was doing quite well i was yeah. starting to get pretty good at it and I, or I felt like i was pretty good at it and then i think i played with like a couple of people who were Diamonds, like expert, whatever they were. Yeah. It was so funny, man. They were like a team and they were comedians because they were like, their whole theme was no boost. Mm. And they had it like in their names and right. shit like that. They were like, no boost. But they were so good that they could get away with so it. So good. Yeah. They killed us worse than I've ever been killed. And then the one guy accidentally used boost for like half a second and scored a goal. And then they forfeited the match oh, because, because they were like, it. yo, I cheated. I used boost. And then it That's was just great. like, couldn't believe it. Like I was so outclassed and I was just like, well, same with Street yeah. Fighter, dude. I was playing Street Fighter 4 for a while, and I, I, I got good at it on one player, and I decided to go online and just, pff, just got lit up yeah. every time. Yeah, well, yeah. Any online game that you try to play, there's usually people who are just so good that you're... Uh, my buddy Nick's in the top, like, 10 at Worms, one of the new Worms oh, games nice. on PlayStation. That game is very fun. I used to that's love that. That's like a niche game, kind of, but, but we were talking, we were saying, that's probably why... I mean, he's really good at it. But it's easier in the, in the grand scheme of things to get to the top. Like I was in the top because there's 24 people playing it around the world yeah, would, in total. There's some games that I was in the top of the world at, but yeah, it was it was because I played like more obscure. Like I dedicated all the time, but there was also less people to compete against. And, like there weren't like super skilled requiring games. Like I was in the top sort of circles in this one uh, massive online game. That was made by a guy in Berlin. That like I remember me. you talking about this in another podcast. Yeah, Face of Mankind. That game sounded really cool to me when you guys were talking about that. It's insane. Like sometimes I think about when I get another mic here too. I might have some of my other buddies, and we just talk strictly about the game for like hours because it's really it was just so detailed. It was just insane. It, the concept has never been replicated in games to me. Like, well, like was it ever popular? Did, did it have its month where like they had it was a like subscription service year? But it, but it wasn't. They didn't advertise it well. It didn't. It didn't Did really it get appeal good to reviews? the masses. It, it got like I think it got certain times got mixed reviews because of the learning curve and it was kind of difficult for a while. It it, it really was these gamers who kind of knew gaming already. So once they got in, it was chaos at the beginning because it's such an open world thing that the guy created where there was various planets you could go to each planet had different zones but it was all fleshed out maps that were like f very cool sci-fi futuristic like yeah. different things you could climb on and all kind of but <laughs> it just you you had you couldn't just be a random person and try this game and like it you had to kind of learn what was going on the learning curve of it but also it was pandemonium because there was supposed to be a structure to the game, but they didn't build in the structure. They sort of built the scaffolding, but it was up to the players to determine the politics of the game. So there was ranking systems in your character, like in, within your faction, you could be rank one to seven. Seven was the president, six is the executive, five is like officer. Mm -hmm. But you could rename those things, and and that is just a loose framework. And then you could say, well, our rank sixes are gonna are gonna meet with. Uh, high-ranking soldiers that's going to be their duty or what you just delegate things but if, when you start the game off and everybody just loads in everyone's just stabbing each other and like right. stealing each other it's like literal chaos right and well so, start a kickstarter new version they did someone did and they didn't. made the money and they still failed they just because it just it was too obscure i think for people maybe in the future a game will come along that that takes this concept and really does it properly is that game kind of looked at as being kind of ahead of its time? I guess it mm -hmm. won't be until the next, you know, Definitely. until they bring it back again. Sometime. By the people who played it, for sure. Um, 
I really I struggle talking about it on the podcast because I, I we always have to go over it for like four minutes sure. and I never and sometimes I feel like I'm just like talking about it too much and people don't really care but it was really that life changing for me because I had never heard of it until I heard you mention it on the other one definitely, who, was, who are you talking to Sazy you were talking could have been Sazy yeah it could have been Sazy um, just the I guess what it was mostly was the level of role playing and acting that players were willing to do in collaboration with one another, yet also have the fighting, like there was shooting, there was like wars that would go on, but then keeping in character, like you don't see that in games, like I don't really play World of Warcraft, but from what I know of it, you're just kind of being funny, talking shit, going into dungeons with each other, I know there's like a storyline or whatever, but you're not really role playing, like in this game you'd actually go to a meeting where that was like scheduled, like I was a Yakuza operator in 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 japan and i we sold drugs and stuff in the streets and the Tokyo at the time that you used to play this game you were in also real doing life. that in real life yes yeah. that's what I'm saying. i knew that yeah yeah um Yakuza ties. and so oh no we're getting hacked by the aliens again guys see as soon as we start talking about sensitive information the feedback that's so weird. I is it picking up that. on the actual recording or is it in the headphones it may be um but then it just it just goes stops. away it goes so away. weird it doesn't seem like it's triggered by anything no i don't know i gotta We'll go through this and uh, do some technical uh, technical uh, repairs there. Yeah, the yeah, no, I edit that. Um, for that. But let me get back on track with the Tokyo Police Department. So, you know, there's these other players in in the in I don't know Germany, England, Australia, and they are playing. They're acting out their character, but they actually have a, like it wasn't just you're a random avatar like in Second Life or whatever and you're just saying like pretending you're this guy because there's a structure built around it where they actually have the badge on yeah. you can actually arrest me like if I pull out drugs the go- the cop can tase you arrest you then there'll be like literal protests like for police brutality like in real life yeah. like the people were so into role playing what they were being in the game that it created this weird That's the cool immersion was actually a- another level of immersion it wasn't just like oh we're all pretending to play this it was like kind of feels real in the sense that if I don't show up to this vote, our corporation's going to lose this deal and we're going to lose this planet. And it's, that's going to lose us like $16 million or whatever. It's like all economics and shit. We robbed the whole faction of the money. We re-rigged an election and we got the Yakuza to, to, to own this corporation, the Asian coalition. Were there NPCs as well? There was, but they weren't too involved. Like they were just for show. Yeah. It was mostly, a, but that was part of the reason it failed is because sometimes you'd have such an empty map because there wasn't a lot of players. First day, there's a lot of players, but that was the chaos days. People throwing grenades randomly, and yeah. then it became more structured, and then just kind of like the game was just puttering along for too long. They didn't get their ass in gear and like advertise it and make it good, polish it up. They like deleted everyone's accounts in the middle of the thing, restarted because they had to change the game engine. People were like pissed about that, so they sold the company to some other company that wanted to do the subscription service. So. It just got fucked around she with like a lot of games. Wasn't destined to work out, I guess. No, huh? but just the coolest concept ever. That that was an appealing idea to me too, though. Like I I had had a period of time where I was doing some research on like MMO type of games that actually had like a like an RP server where you're actually like legit doing role playing and you are your character and not just you know controlling uh, an avatar like you said. And they're out there. I yeah. mean, there's there's games that like it's usually like a ser- a particular server that's dedicated to being to the like role the role playing yeah. server, and that that's cool to me. There's not that many that I was able to find, yeah. but I was thinking a cool idea would be 
in the future if they were to have like a really and even if this were like a you know a vip service you had to pay extra yep. for like yep. a particular server where the npcs were live voice actors so like you would they would just be someone sitting at their computer yeah, with a nice headset awesome. on and you'd actually like could have a real conversation with them or something so like so that. this farm kind of had something like that <laughs> not not necessarily but they would have community managers that you applied to, be, to become this position and they weren't paid i don't think maybe some of them were <laughs> but they would post okay there's going to be an event on friday uh, in the main square in Brooklyn, in the mall, uh, the FTC, which is the, the Freedom Defense Corps, is like the army of the world. This, it's a globalist uh, uh, setup in the, yeah, in the yeah. future in this game. Uh, there's one world government and there's one police force and everything. You know, so they're going to be there and they're going to – there's aliens just landed on this one. And they would actually the, – the game developers put the aliens in this one area of the game. We'd never seen them before. They would just come out of nowhere and we're like, this is – it's different. They added something to the game. Yeah, yeah. Like which a real we suggested. Time event. You yeah. would suggest things, and they would add it to the game and try it out. And so you would you could interfere in the in the official event if you wanted. So these community managers were they're essentially characters that would be, and then you'd give them special skins like that didn't exist in the game. Like there'd be kind of like the FBI or like the Men in Black would show up. Right. Right. And cool. they'd be play, pay, not paid or whatever volunteer or paid community managers. So they're. If you really work at it, man, you can. They could do. It was a great success story for the for its time. Not when it failed. It wasn't a great success story when it failed. But just this one guy, and I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but he's been too busy. Uh, he's working on new games and stuff too, and he's based in Berlin. But the concept that one person can come up with and just get a few people, like one guy made all the maps. I think another guy did all the uh, 3D motion capturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a handful of people. And this, I mean, there's thousands of players of it. Like we were saying, it's not, it wasn't that popular, but the, it must just be like that. That's, there's not enough people out there who want that. You no, know it's I mean? true. Like, it's, it's just it's very like niche. You, to put all the time and effort into that game and yeah. then try to sell the idea to the masses when only like, you know, 4% of them are willing to, to dedicate their, you know, and be a real character. But I mean, if something like D and D is popular, mm-hmm. Which it is like it's 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 been having a bit of a and that's role spike. Playing, right? it, yeah, it's a for sure. Game. That's tabletop. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's an D and D MMO, but it's but do not you the act same. Out your moves like when you do you, you don't know. It's not like what you're talking about is that's... LARPing, uh, live action role okay. playing. Yeah, yes. that's, that's that's LARPing. Real. That's also real. Never done that before. But D and D is like you're sitting around the table. You make a character and you you go through your. You tell an imaginary story together, and you use dice to yeah, decide whether things are a success or not. But so that's you know, people tend to commit to their characters in those types of games. Yeah, and those are those are I think are a good place to go if you're looking for something like that because then it's you know, even though it's not a video game and you're you're in your imagination mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. it's uh, you'd be surprised. It's it's pretty uh, entertaining and pretty. You go to some extreme places sometimes. Yeah. I I wonder. If new games will have, if mainstream games will have the concept of role playing implemented in a real way, because I wonder if the main group of gamers, like we're saying, cares to role play. Like they just mm-hmm. the main the new games that come out now are FPSs. I know like the Warcraft stuff are popular, but the League of Legends and stuff, they're not really role playing is not really a thing. Like there's fantasy right. aspects to to these things, but being in character and speaking as this character. Um, I don't like you're saying. I don't think it appeals to the mainstream gamer. I think right. it really is a subset of people that are just super nerds that would feel like role playing. Like some people would be like, "That's yeah, so yeah. stupid. Why are you role playing a fake character?" In a- 
Wait, why right. do we roll? We watch movies and we role play while we're watching movies. We imagine where these characters or if we're what would we do if we were in their position or we get absorbed into the world. Yeah, and it's it's really like it's the exact same thing. It's kind of like a group. Uh, 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 I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's a group. It's it's a group. Yeah. Um, suspensive dis- something I don't know belief. You, I was on another podcast and I said something similar to this but like uh, it's kind of like you're with a group both um, uh, telling and experiencing a story yeah. simultaneously like you don't know what's going to happen yeah well, and it's like it a TV random. show, like Breaking Bad, when everybody waits for the new episode and then or Walking yeah. Dead, and it's this whole universe that we're basically it's like anything, it's like comics or any plays. And these things are old. This is comedy and drama. It's it's been around forever, and video games are just another aspect of this. I mean, like if you look at if you read, you know, Lord of the Rings or something like that. Yeah. And if you're a person who likes reading and you get really into it, you know, you kind of get lost in that world. Or Fifty Shades of Grey. They're kind of the same thing, yeah, right? Those same two. Thing. Yeah. I. I which ones? Aren't they the same book actually? Yeah, I Isn't can't remember. I, I mix those two up all the time. Yeah, but. Uh, you get lost, like you. You yeah. get lost in your imagination. Your vis- like that's why people don't like movies Music about books too. because then that yeah. gives it. It's different from your imagined version of it, yeah. and, and you don't like that, right? It's, so when when you play D anD D, it's the same thing, except you're doing it as a group, and the story kind of yeah. makes itself as you're playing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to think of like. I feel just like everything is like that. Like everything that we do is some form of entertainment or taking. It's like little kids that play with toys. Like there's these random shapes and you just throw them around. Like Lego at least has a purpose. Some of these toys for babies are just like I'm just gonna shake this thing around. Yeah. Maybe they want something more complicated. Or being a you know laying on your bed when you're nine years old with your GI Joes making yeah. them fight each other. And or I would make my Hot scene. Wheels cars fight each other. That right. didn't make sense at all. Granted, just those aren't things change. adults are gonna want to do. I mean, I'm going to be playing with my G.I. Joes when I get home, but most adults don't like to do that. So. No, because what are they? Are adult? I'm scared to become that kind of adult. Is that just like a myth or is that yeah, really what is. everybody becomes? I think there's probably like some pressure to become that. I just think that if you feel like you're bee? immature if you don't turn into that. But also, I think that like the adults, like when we were a kid and we looked at our parents... That was a different world than the parents totally. of right now yeah. and they, what their kids are experiencing. So it's like a whole, you know, it's hard to really even gauge. Apples and oranges. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's we're, it's weird to go back to that adult rappers documentary, yeah. but it's the exact same thing, right? It's like you get you get older and it's just like... Uh, oh, you, you, like Danny Brown. Oh, you're 30. The whole thing is mixtapes called 30. It's like... Oh, you're 30. You can't be a rapper when you're 30. Look at him. He's got millions of views. He's doing tours. He's, right. he's a name now in hip-hop. He's an epic name in hip-hop. And you're, you're, yeah, the idea of an adult rapper is weird, yeah. but it's only because they didn't exist before because rap hasn't been it around hasn't been long around. enough. For, That's for, so for, true. How could there be adult rappers like it's okay when for we the, were kids? It's okay for there to be an old jazz guy because mm. the time has passed. You're like, of course he's old. It's, it's a weird concept because I think that, like, okay, like, let's just say... Um, <laughs> Let's say like Lil Wayne it stay, sticks around. Let's say we yeah. we live to see a fifty year old Lil Wayne still making music. His music's gonna have to change because he's gonna change as a person. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's gonna be different. It's not. It's gonna be, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be out of place. You know what I mean? Like he, I can't imagine he he's has gonna been around be, for a while too already. Sure, he has. Yeah, I remember. You know, when he uh, was Lil, I remember the the bling bling video with him running down the train tracks and shit. 
I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't remember which one it is, but he's been around for... Uh, yeah. I was in grade school. Yeah, grade, sure. For me, grade five or six, so like mid-late 90s. Yeah, so we're just going to see like a new, you know, older, more uh, experienced yeah. Lil Wayne. Yeah, it'd be weird. A more mature Lil Wayne. Like, who are the little... Old, like, little Wayne. Little Lil Wayne. But, Medium big Wayne. Wayne. Maybe he'll just be Wayne. He's yeah, that's the whole thing. When you have young or little in your name, you kind of have to drop it at some point. So you do. Lil Wayne hasn't dropped it yet officially. I don't. No, know. that's true. Uh, yeah. Old. You got your Snoop Dogs and your Dr. Dre's, and you got your, uh, you know, some of your New York guys. Like your, your. How old is Nas? He's not that old. Because Nas was like seventeen when he first came out with Illmatic. I have to so assume he's, he's still, still like younger. near forty. Yeah, like getting up there. But Eminem's got to be up there. Yeah, he Those looks guys, old now. I mean, well, KRS-One and stuff, too. That, that that era of stuff. Those guys are, what, in their 60s? Yeah. There's, there's very few of those guys who are able to kind of like... Like, a lot of them still make music. But they yeah. still kind of make it the same way they used to. And yeah. it's kind of dated sounding. Or it doesn't really hold up. Yeah. Some of them the, can the keep current up sort of standard. with it. Some of them yeah. can. Like, you look like a guy like Master Ace. That guy's latest stuff is probably just as good as his older stuff. You know what I mean? If you look at it from a technical standpoint. But then you look at, like, KRS-One. He, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to shit on KRS-One. But, like, he's, you know, he he sounds like he's from a dated era when you listen to him. Yes, but I'll still listen to it and I still like it. But I get what you're saying. Although, I mean, what I'm saying, I still listen to it. Yeah, that was, like, seven years ago when I heard. Like, and I really like a couple of those jams that have come up. But I don't, yeah, I don't pay attention to each album that comes out. Mm -hmm. It's like Prince when he had, like, three albums coming out a year. And it's also weird for us, too, because if I, if I listen to, like, a new, I don't know, like, a new Method Man verse, yeah. that's still dope to me. That's still, like, he sounds like Method Man, the yeah. same old Method Man that I used to know and yeah. love. But I also get why, like, a kid in high school who likes, you know, designer or, or something Travis like that Scott would listen to that yeah. and feel like that's, you know, I probably sounds the same to him as, like... Sugar Hill Gang sounded to me when I was yes. listening to, you know what I mean? Like, or yeah. similar, you know, it sounds dated. It sounds like old rap. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, they had DJ Kid Capri on the Rap Radar podcast and he was just, he, I guess he's like the oldest DJ that became sort of world famous for, or one of the first DJs that became like famous. And, uh, they were just asking about that, like being old and having to, how do you stay in the game with different aspects? And he's like, you just can't, you can't be, uh, you can't be, you can't be, you have, you have to go, you have to appreciate that the kids, uh, have different music and that they, if you neglect or, or negate what the kids are listening to, then that's not true, like hip hop, which is what it's supposed to be is like a revolutionary. It's like punk rock. It's like, um, it's not adult contemporary music. Right. And it's, I don't think that we are obligated to like or even, I don't I don't think that I'm not mad at it. Okay, I get why there's people who don't like it. Yeah. I don't personally listen to it myself. One thing I was thinking. But wait, about, what are we saying? It. What, what's the fine? Like, um, like, like new, new yeah, hip-hop? like like young young hip hop, like hip hop being made. But the by, thing is, there's so many different styles. Like the popular, now. whatever. Okay, let's let's stick with popular designer as my right example. Okay, since well, I let's mentioned top him forty. Yeah, right. sure. Uh, trap is that what that is sure, that is okay. that a, a type of yeah? Okay, so. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that you shouldn't listen to it or mm-hmm. that there's better stuff out there because what I like is better than what you like. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear me do that. I may not listen to that on my own. I'm not going to you know, go out of my way. I may entertain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll like some of it. I don't know. But 
the the big question for me, and I don't know how I feel about this, is are young hip hop fans obligated, or should they mm-hmm. um, pay respect to old hip hop, or should they, you know, because like I don't Lil think Yachty, I kind of don't think they should. Tupac. Like I don't know if they need to, man. Like I kind of feel like maybe they shouldn't shit on it, but I don't know that they necessarily need to do their research and learn about Wu Tang and learn about yeah. like fucking yeah. LL Cool J and shit like time. that. Yeah, like. I don't Your know. idols are like Kanye West and Travis Scott and stuff. These yeah. guys that are like 17, 18, they have different idols. Right. It's The whole thing's been swept up by some wave of new shit that people just aren't onto. Like, And also, most of the people I hear complaining about that kind of music are, are people who who it's not for to begin with, okay? Yeah. Like, if you're, you know, a 35-year-old guy who's been listening to rap for a long time... That's not you're not the demographic for for designer. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's for high school kids. That's for people young, you know, college kids. You know, people who just are having a fun time at a party. Like, and and that's cool. That's absolutely they want to get live, right? And and there's no reason we should tell them they shouldn't do that. Like that that's it's it, they're having fun. They're they're enjoying what they want to enjoy. Whether or not they're enjoying it because that's sincerely their favorite kind of music, or they're just yeah. kind of taking what they're given, doesn't really matter. What is again? What is music? It's just organized sound. Right. It's just noises. Sound. And, like, I get it. It's sonically pleasing. It doesn't have to have a message. It doesn't have to be complex. Um, but, you know. There's music. There's songs that make no sense. Like, Beatles, that number eight song. And then you got, like, the monkeys that do that. Mr. Dobbolina, Mr. Bob Dobbolina. And they're just yeah. saying, like, like, what is that? Why is that even on wax? Right. And nobody complains about that kind of Cause stuff. Because it's art, artistry, man. Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa's like anti music. It's like, like when you hear like a sorry. No, go, go no, go ahead. Just, just like you ever hear like an adult complain about Justin Bieber? It's like yes. really, are you like, like why peak. do you care about Justin? Bieber? I think Bieber? it's funny. Like, like when Dean Blundell used to shit on Justin Bieber a lot, I thought yeah. it was really funny. But I like his music. He's a good singer. I'm not going to deny the kid's talent, but I'm not going to go like. I don't bump it all the time. I'm not going to pirate his music so I can listen to it. Go on a camping trip. Trip. Make sure you got the Bieber tape. <laughs> Anyway, we forgot the Bieber tape. Shit. Shit. Turn around. Cares. Yeah. I don't know who it appeals to, really. I just like the beats, really. I don't care. I don't care that it's Bieber singing. I like the stuff he did with Skrillex and Diplo and stuff. These, I'm like, oh, that's a trippy beat. I really like that weird flute sound. Or like the, the bass is so well produced. It's kicks. This really has, like, it makes my head nod. And but, that's kind of it, right? Yeah, and the singer is just, it could be a different vocalist doing the same melodies and it would still sound good. It's just the argument that, would be there could be no vocalist and it would still sound good. Yeah, exactly. Do I care that for Bieber for his artistry or way he dresses? or No, that's for young girls to care right. about. I don't care anything about him. If, if he comes up with some great philosophy philosophical discovery or like comes up with some great way of looking at life and and does says it in a youtube video cool hey that's cool i like that sure is i care more about what different other i care about other people more what they think than bieber like carl sagan like yeah yeah, stuff like that like i don't i wonder if like when i was in eighth grade if if uh you know, I think back then the Spice Girls were the hot shit. Like, I wonder if there were adults back then, like, why do people like the Spice Girls? There's so many better singers out there. I uh, wonder, was there? Because that was a time of a lot of, even the pop adult contemporary stuff was, like, really, like, like Celine Dion and all these, like, they were all corny, like, yeah. overproduced, oversung songs, and everybody ate it up. The only thing that was not, like, overdone was, like, Alanis Morissette. As far as Canadian music goes, I mean, at yeah. that time, like, uh, 
Celine Dion's Canadian too, right? I think so. Why am I just saying, saying Canadian artists? I don't like, know. <laughs> I'm acting like Canada's the only place that music exists in. Is that not the case? I don't know. I've never been outside of my house. There's Nickelback, I'm right? A, Did, is there yeah, anything outside Nickelback, of that? Uh, Rush, Tom Cochran. Yeah, that's all the music. Brian Adams, that's all the music. That I can't is. believe there's so few artists out there, actually. we should. <laughs> there's like seven. There should be more people Why aren't making we music. More yeah, I'm gonna make a music because there's not enough people doing it. You know? No. Um. So, any new projects you got working on? Uh, is the al- this album that you have? Is this album ever been released? It's old as fuck. No, it's it's an album that I like. You're working on it. Some songs have been released from it, though. Just the screening. Oh, that's from it. Okay. Yeah. So, so here's what it is. Okay, I I have this like. I kind of put it all together on paper first, and then I I, I, I wrote the songs to nothing. I, I just wrote, yeah. like, I don't know, like 16 songs or yeah. some shit. And this is years ago. Let's talk, like We're talking like nine, ten years ago I, when I began doing it. Okay. And I put the whole thing together, and eventually somewhere along the line I got some beats. Like I linked up with Andy Abel, and, right. and he sent me a bunch of beats, and then I made them fit to the songs. I picked a bunch that worked. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I just I kind of... Because I was too much of a perfectionist about it, I could never kind of live up to my expectations okay. of how I wanted it to sound. Like, I did a lot of, like, failed attempts at recording songs and oh, stuff okay. like that. And I was like, yeah, it's okay, but, I, you know, it's not as good as I want it to sound. And then I eventually just hadn't done anything with it in a long time. And it was already dated. It was just getting older. And at some point, like, I'm going to say, like, eight months ago, I out loud said, okay, I'm not doing it anymore. I've canceled. I'm canceling the project. And then I saw... There's a couple things. Like, I started working on this project with Bergsma, which is a secret, so we're oh, not going right. to talk about that. It doesn't exist, yeah. But uh, that, because it was more like, you know, I'm writing new stuff to beats, and I find when I do that, I like it way more, because mm. I'm, I'm, it's it's kind of writing the music rather than kind of trying to fit yes. to the music. Yes. And, and it always sounds better, and my, the I write in, like, better breath control, and everything records yeah. better, and everything sounds better, and I'm more... I, prouder to stand beside it probably just because i'm better now than i was when i wrote all this old shit but like um and then i did that and it was like it's a it's more fun you know like it's not a serious project where this one is way too serious that's another thing Mm. i don't like about it but it's uh so doing that was kind of got me into back into making music again and then i had watched a couple of videos there was one that was like a interview with dan Harmon from uh like rick and morty and Mm -hmm. and community and all those shows Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and I can't remember the question exactly, but it was basically about how you shouldn't expect yourself to put out something that's great because your vision of what is great is always going to be a step beyond where you're at now. Because once you get there, then you've achieved that. And now you're like, oh, this is below me now. And, and so you're never going to live up to that expectation. Mm -hmm. So you should put, just put it out as (laughs) it is. Don't listen to it. And and (laughs) whatever. And then I watched this other video that was kind of like on the idea of um, aiming for finished, not perfect. And when I kind of sat on that idea a little bit more, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I think that it's kind of going to keep, it's going to block me if I don't put this thing out. So what I've done so far is I've recorded a practice version of it. Cool. So I've got a finished version I can listen to uh, all the way through. And one of the reasons I did that was because I find that when I'm recording, if I'm reading my lyrics while I'm recording, 
it's not it doesn't come out as well because yeah. there's that extra step in between and whatever fraction of a second it might take to process it right. makes a difference. So if I have it memorized and I'm recording, it always sounds way better. Because yeah. this shit is so old, there's huge portions that I don't remember anymore. So I kind of right. had to do it. So I just did this like you know, no pressure on myself whatsoever. The important thing is that the lyrics were on there. Yeah. And I just, I, because there was no pressure, it was very easy for me to record the whole thing in a short period of time. So now I listen to it when I walk to work or, you know, whenever. And the lyrics are burned into my brain now. And mm. I'm ready to start recording the final version. That's interesting. Um, which will happen very soon. That's like a lot of work to put into to one project. But it's interesting that you say that the the length of time and the amount of work was sort of like, it wasn't necessarily planned. Like I'm going to work on this album for 10 years. It was just along the way things didn't quite go how you wanted to. So that in the end, perhaps you're going to have a much better project than what you started with. And that was, maybe it wouldn't be like self doubt per se, but like it was sort of that perfectionism that you mentioned, like trying to say, well, this might not be as good as I could make it. But then when you talk about going for finished rather than perfect, that makes a lot of sense because Although something, like they say, a painting is never finished, like, there's always another brushstroke that someone could add to the painting or something to make it better, maybe? Or possibly? This- or just different. So why even... Like, a lot of songs that we know that are hits are... There was other versions of that that we never heard. Or, like, certain songs that Prince never put out. I think it was uh, Gary Vee was saying this on a podcast the other day or something. He's like, certain songs that hits that Prince we've never heard. It could be better than When Doves Cry or all that. We just never heard because he never put it out. Right. Or whatever. It could be a different version. It's just putting something out. Totally. You got to put something out there. So maybe maybe the album I'm about to put out is going to be much better than it would have been had I released it, you know, mm-hmm. eight years ago after putting two years of work into it. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, had I put it out then, I probably would have gained a good amount of confidence and experience from the process and... and kind of use that to make further that projects could have been and too. now i'm a guy 10 years later who has no solid projects <laughs> that's, that's you know what true. i mean like so yeah. I, maybe that would have been a better route to take and I, I kind of or and you know what here's the thing too the the whole like 10 years thing or even saying two years yeah that's not two or 10 years of work that's me having brief uh waves of of creative motivation followed by months of lack of motivation doing nothing like yes. it's not this is not a 10 year of work album projects, at all this yeah. is an album i probably could have put out in a year and a half and just had i you know right had some more motivation or confidence in myself yeah it's hard to know there's no bible written for how to create something and release it but it's interesting the different paths that different artists take and their approaches and what sometimes works best and what doesn't and there's this there's just no one way to do it it's just like a personal journey i think with art because it's so like we started off saying like what is music like that's like we know we get it like what is music what is art they're they're easily answerable but they're also big conversations yeah because there's like lines that we draw between what is and isn't art yeah or what, music yeah like what has merit to it and music what needs sound it does require sound i think i'd say so i wonder <laughs> maybe Maybe there's some kind of like it's music, but no sound. That's yeah, the, like vibration oh, that's based the next thing. Like you just like send it like straight. low frequencies and yeah. high frequencies that vibrate oh, your chest. I'm gonna cut that part of the podcast because that's the new idea. It's gonna okay. go viral. All right, cool. You know what else is cool though is that, and I don't know, maybe he doesn't think it's cool, but most of the beats that I'm using, Andy Abel's stuff, like they're old too. 
he feels is he that guy still around he's around okay. uh, he's not like i don't i don't see him that often but like he uh he feels the same way about a lot of those beats that i do about my lyrics you know what i mean like they're old and yeah. i'm better now than yeah. i was then but i'm still like yeah i feel that i'm gonna use them he's a great producer he's made a lot of cool beats in the city and he- from what i gather he's still doing stuff like when when i finally sent that thing over to him and he finally got the chance to hear it uh it was just kind of like yeah, these beats are old. I, I gotta let you listen to some new beats. You'll probably yeah. want to replace some of these. And I'm like, I can't be replacing shit now. Like, I need to just do it. Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's interesting. I'll write some new shit to those. We're like, we're very particular about our our projects. We we want to collaborate, but we want it to be used in the right way. And if you use, chop up my beat, make sure you don't chop it up too much. And but sometimes they people chop up the beats or whatever and make it better than what you. And that's the idea of collaborating and and making music professionals. You have like engineers, different guys. You can have too many hands in the pot creatively. Like it happens with, like I guess, TV shows and movies and anything. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to find that balance between you're an individual artist. Maybe you're like chaos. You can write all the music, all the lyrics, and, and even play it and sing it. But are you that much better if you get a couple other hands in on it? Because maybe they have the experience that you don't have, whether it's on the machines, on the equipment, or mixing and mastering. You got If you do it all by yourself, it's going to sound one way. If you do it with a little bit of help, it could sound just that much that That was part of it too actually because that that same album originally i wanted to do everything myself including making all the beats and doing all the scratching and stuff Mm. like that and then to to um compromise and allow uh steve to do the beats or andy able to do the beats uh that for me was like a step and i was like okay i'll i'll because i'm not i'm not confident as a, a producer like i get mm-hmm. you know i can chop up a sample and throw some drums on it but yeah. i don't to mix and i don't know what makes a it. good producer from a great producer a good beat from a great beat or whatever so i'm a lot more confident as a rapper and i, I feel pretty confident in my ability to record myself and, mm-hmm. and mix and, and put my shit together but mm-hmm. so that was one thing and and that maybe would have been another thing that kind of delayed me because i was like also i have to still make the beats you know so like there's many years before i linked up with steve that were just kind of wasted time too you know yep so yeah man well uh hey uh why don't we wrap this bitch up um i'll put all your what's your twitter you got a twitter link you on, on twitter? Nah, i don't know i have a twitter i don't use it though so what about instagrams nah i'm where on facebook your, where are the people supposed to see your music are you on soundcloud just Facebook, just yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, there's there is a there is a SoundCloud that has some like collaborative efforts on it. But do you search have. up Jack Shit to find your music? Or yeah, you like search... if you do, I mean, if you search Jack Shit with two T's, you'll probably see a bunch of battles first. Oh, but right. like, but what's the screening? Is that because that's... that's just that's under Paper Cuts Rock, which is, is the collaborative. Yeah, you I, and I, Andy. Yes. Okay. Cool. Which another reason for that was just because like I didn't. I feel like this is this album is so like, and I'm sorry we're trying to wrap it up, and I'm still talking oh, no, about no, no. it. But like, we want uh, people to find the music too. So that's fair cool. enough. But I, uh, uh, it, because it's so like, it's all about like, you know, social and political shit, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's not. There's so not a lot of fun songs. Yeah, and I don't feel like that would be a great debut as a jack shit album. You know, oh, I hear that. Okay. So that's it. Is what it is there. And yeah, paper cu- paper cuts rock all one word, but that's the only. Uh, it's the only thing that's up right now is the Wait, screening. Paper doesn't be. cut rock. It does. It does in my world. How? <laughs> it just does. That's the secret. We'll find out by listening to that's their right. album, maybe. Yeah. It's called uh, the United State of Emergency. Cool. Well, f- screw this podcast. Let's just delete it and never do a podcast again. No, All right. I'm just kidding. Cool. Uh, this was fun. 
uh, now we've enlightened people a little bit more. To the, we're expanding here at the Dcast with all those the local hip hop guys. We're gonna have Arsenal on soon. Nice. And like get get the full perspective of like what's going on and and all that. Because hey, that. there might not be a big like hip hop club scene around here, but there's still there's cool music being made and shared around, and not everybody has access to. It. Maybe there's some more collaborative this is partly a collaborative uh, promotional thing yeah but maybe we could like eventually just do more of this and then and then make more music and like kind of have a revival or like a bigger expansion of everybody's music you know a short note on that subject uh, the whole 905 hip-hop thing yeah because uh, I, I heard you guys talking about it on another podcast i can't remember which rapper maybe it was uh, marcel but mm-hmm. they uh the big thing i think that that's not a local thing i think that in general People are not going out to shows yeah, as much anymore, yeah. and they're not because, for one thing, at that time, social media, MySpace was the hot shit. It was new. It was like, whoa, we've got this way we can communicate. Now yes. it's old hat, you know what I mean? And yes. and now it's way more easy to just be like a like a like a hermit online where you're just kind of release more, music online. Yeah, and you're just kind of social online and and not That's as much true. in person. That's true. And not just around, you know what I mean? In general, it just seems that way. Or let's just start making prank videos and we'll all go viral. We won't even, we'll do hip-hop prank videos. How hard could it be? Steal people's bikes and then just rap about it. I'm going to steal a bike right now. (laughs) Okay. On that note, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Tune in again or else shut up. Just delete SoundCloud. I don't care. Unsubscribe.
pull up a chair and be mesmerized. Life doesn't come with a walk through, just hop in the car and race. But don't be surprised to wake up with your memory card erased. Scream. Big, bright, backlit babysitters. Handheld homies always take them with you. Scream. 1984 P latest issue. Gazing in the, praying to the, big, bright, backlit babysitters. Handheld homies always take them with you. 1984 P latest issue. I ain't addicted. Calm, collected, caressing the pet mouse, drooping, drooling, wet mouth, disconnected as guest houses, testing out the newest point and click attainments, short attention span, sick of the same shit, sick with the virus, black widow venom spun in a red bullet with butterfly wings stuck in the net, one in the head, still victims of the in-house drive-by when they say jump, it's in HD and Wi-Fi, live wire wall of fire, find a hydrant, spray the flames and stay the same wide bug eyes lit violet by illuminated best friends troubleshoot the messenger click click press says windows of opportunity shattered shark sharp but subtle riding shotgun in a carpool through the carpool tunnel huddling your flash mobs like what up what now open up minds don't shut up shut down, shut down. Shut down.